Hey everyone, welcome back to This Week in Marketing Show, also known as The Dream Show. I'm your host Sajid Islam and today I'll be going over the notable news and updates in the digital marketing space from the week of September 2021. Today, first of all, we're going to start off with a quick update from TikTok. Uh, TikTok has shared a holiday marketing guide to assist with uh, strategic planning. This is just a guide. Go ahead and check it out. Uh, they're also going to publish uh, more tips next week uh, on you know how to use this guide. Also, just so that you know, TikTok has announced their... Uh, Schedules for TikTok World, which is basically something we covered in our show a couple of weeks back when it was uh, announced that they're going to do a TikTok World. TikTok World is similar to what uh, Salesforce does called Dreamforce. Uh, uh, Facebook does F8. Something, a community gathering where they're going to show, highlight some of the, you know, uh, you know, the upcoming features, lessons, things like that. Um, so if you're interested in that, go ahead and you can look it up. Uh, we're going to put the link into our show notes page. Uh, with that, let's move on to the next one. <coughs> Excuse me. So next up, it's LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn has launched an updated lead gen forms integration with Zapier. Uh, Personally, I really, really like what they have done just because uh, this is very, very handy. You know, I wish uh, other platforms would take a uh, cue or take lessons uh, from LinkedIn and copy the same format just because, you know, if someone's filling out a, you know, if filling out a like in a lead gen uh, form we can now add that person to a web as a webinar race trend in zoom uh, do lots of things that was otherwise not available and i have had this issue with uh, facebook events in the past where people would say raise their hand whether it's an ad or an event and I, we would have to manually like you know, inform them, hey, copy them, paste them. This lead gen automatically is great. Okay, uh, that's all with link, LinkedIn. Uh, let's move on to the next one, which is Microsoft. Uh, Microsoft Advertising has a new attribute uh, that allows businesses to indicate the dedication to responsibility. And what they're co- uh, calling it is a purpose business, uh, marketing with purpose business attribute, Right. The marketing with purpose business attribute allows you to communicate easily and quickly and easily how your brand is for someone like me. Uh, so again, to explain to you how this all works, uh, if I'm not making any sense, is you know basically say uh, if you are a business that is environmental focus or you are say um, eco-friendly business, you would be able to put that tag in your ads so that when someone looks at your ad and it's speaking to that person who is looking for an eco-friendly option it's going to help you to stand out i like it like you know how google ads have called uh, uh, site extensions and call out extensions and well you can do that with uh, call out extensions but this tag itself sets uh, microsoft advertising aka being advertising apart i like that Right, and then you can use call out extensions and site link extension for other things that you would not have been otherwise, uh, you'd have probably missed out. That's all from Microsoft. Uh, let's move on to the next one. The next one we have is Facebook. So, Facebook came out and shared their content distribution guidelines. Again, this is something you know they have shared on and off bits and pieces. Uh, they thought you know it's better to you know put them all together in one location in the transparency center and talk about it. Overall, this is uh, for your 
personal profile. This is not for your page, but overall, it's a good tool to, uh, not a good tool, got a good page to visit and look look at if you are someone who is marketing primarily from your personal Facebook page or personal Facebook profile. Okay, uh, only because you know there's a lot of things, but three things that I think you should know is Facebook looks at people's feedback on your. Um, uh, posts. So if you post something and a majority of the people are, you know, uh, commenting negative stuff, then that's going to hit you back. And I've seen some of the, you know, direct marketeers on Facebook who I'm connected with will say, hey, if you are going to talk negative, don't even participate in this, right? I'm going to ban you. I'm going to block you, things like that. So I think that's some people are using this because you know, if Facebook sees up, you know, you post something like, let's just say, about uh i don't know i don't know margarita recipe uh you know uh yeah margarita recipe right and everybody says oh that sucks that sucks that sucks well facebook as a algorithm which is not going to understand that that's a recipe that they don't like they're going to think oh you wrote something that you know facebook people don't like and they're going to you know, reduce your distribution. So that's one. The other thing is they want you to uh, create a high quality, accurate content. So, you know, as a way to in- incentivize you to create high quality, co- uh, accurate content is basically they're telling you to, um, you know, they're going to show your post to a lot more people. And if it's le- and if it's not, then they're going to show it to less people. Right. Uh, so keep that in mind. Uh, the third thing they're saying is fostering a safer community. And while some community may, may be problematic for community, regardless of the intent. So you could say something that's accurate, but maybe the, your people on your po- on your profile, people commenting on it don't like it. Then, And if they all start to report to Facebook, you're going to definitely going to get a reduced um, you know, distribution. Now, remember, this distribution is very different from other stuff, which is uh, community standards. Uh, this is basically, this is the uh, rule of thumb that they use uh, for content that passes community standards but falls into the gray area. They're going to use this thing. Check it out. The link is going to be in our show notes. Uh, so if you want to read and, you know, really look at things and how it may affect your page as well, uh, check it out. If not, I hope these three tips helps you to kind of, you know, create posts that allows you to, uh, you know, get g- greater reach. Now, you you know a lot of people are using the personal profile to uh, further their cause, promote their business, uh, get new leads. So this is very helpful for people who are doing that. Next up, still on the Facebook land, is Facebook is testing community hours to encourage engagements in group. Uh, it's just a new feature. They're trying out many things so that, you know, people in your group kind of, you know, get rewarded for, you know, engaging a whole lot and, you know, con- being active on your group, right? So the idea here is that rewarding more engaging and more beneficial interactions that you encourage individuals to interact more often while the hours also highlight to each uh, other group members what kind of com- comments you want to see which could help to over, over improve overall interaction, which is great. But the problem here is that Facebook itself is a problem, right? They cannot get out of their own way if you ask me. Why is that? Well, I say that because imagine I belong to so many groups. Most of the time, I don't even get updates. 
now into for Facebooks, uh, you know, credit in yeah, Facebook cannot show me updates from all the groups every day because you know it's gonna f- flood my inbox. Well, in that case, they should have some form of notification, right? You know, I have like let's just say if I belong to twenty different R- uh, RSS feeds in my Outlook, I will have updates from all of them, but I will know by the number of updates that are coming into the each folder. So Facebook can figure out. I'm sure they have smart people in their UI UX team who can figure this out. It's Facebook who doesn't show me the updates all unless I remember to go in and then, you know, they're saying, oh, we, it's just, it's a mess. Facebook is a company. I think it's just, a, it's become, it's become too big that they themselves do not know. The right hand doesn't know what the left hand is doing and forget about right hand, left hand, even the, you know, the thumb doesn't know what the middle finger is doing and so forth. Okay, with that, let's move on to the next last, I think it's our next update from Facebook. Uh, the last one is like, Facebook's uh, is updating business ad options in reaction to iOS updates. So if you know, we covered this extensively that with iOS 14.5, uh, Apple's app transparency, ATT tracking has been enabled, which basically allows our users to opt out of tracking, and which is why Facebook's business has actually taken a hit. So much so that Facebook has warned that their Q3 earnings will probably be impacted quite a bit. And their vice president of product marketing has said in a blog post that they estimate that they're probably losing at 15%, at a minimum of 15% of conversions, which basically means people are, you know, advertisers are flying in the dark. Anyhow, having said that, what this update is all about is Facebook is realizing that to control this issue because they're, they're a business that's in uh, facing a lot of headwind, they're realizing, you know what, they're adding new ad options, which is like, you know, in ads, now businesses can choose messaging p- platforms where they're available to chat and they will use that, Facebook will use that chat default chat app in your ad based on when a conversation is most likely to happen. So, my business, Market & Grow, which publishes this podcast, say is running an ad and we know we're not going to get accurate data. So what they're going to say is, well, I could run an ad where people are going to click on it and they're going to go to my chat. Now, if I'm on Messenger, I'm going to go pop up Messenger. If I have WhatsApp, they're going to pop up a message in WhatsApp and so forth. And Facebook is going to basically allow us that whole thing. Um, the whole, you know, it doesn't matter. For me, the user, I'll message a business, the, the, you, you, the user who's going to message my business, it's going to come into wherever platform I am on, right? Uh, so whether it's from Instagram to WhatsApp, WhatsApp to whatever, or Facebook to WhatsApp, it's just going to happen. Facebook is saying that we're going to make it happen because that's where. So Facebook is basically asking that, you know, if you do that, what's going to happen is you will probably have conversions as oh someone clicked on the ad they went to this message uh, and sent you a message so that basically means it's a conversion corrected because again facebook needs to report you the data like you know hey because of the ten dollars you spent you got two leads or one leads and if facebook is under reporting which is what's happening right now you're not going to rely on that platform as it is the platform was you know wonky when it comes to analytics so that's the uh, main gist of what they said. There are other things like they're introducing file manager so that you know you can use more better content planning uh, from uh, for launching your ads and your stuff like that. But you know you don't really want to be bored with that. But if you want to hear about those things, uh, that you know read the blog post or show notes page and you'll get it over there. Okay. With that, that was the end of Facebook. Let's move on to Google. 
Well, Google has launches a new form of ad called Things to Do, which is a free listing as well as paid ads, and plus eco certification batch for hotels. Uh, this is again, you know, if you have, in, you know, if you are say someone searching for, let me see, if, for example, if someone's searching for, you know, Statue of Liberty or Tokyo Tower, Google will now show you booking link links for a basic admission and other ticketing options when available. And you can do this for free, right? Add your listings for free. But of course, if you want to show up higher, you've got to pay Mr. Google some money. All these platforms are all about money and ads, just so that you know. And lastly, you know, they have an eco-friendly option. So if your hotel has a eco-friendly rating from one of their, you know, providers that Google trusts, then they're going to show that in your ads or in your listing. That's all what Google has said. With that, let's move on to the next one, which is Google's ads advertiser page focuses on transparency. You know, Facebook has this for a long time where you can go to a you know Facebook page and you can see what ads they're running. And from there, you could basically see what your competition, what ads your competition is running. Apparently, this is how I look at it. Like, you know, where this is basically is like, now you can go see what someone is, what ads they're running in, uh, for the last 30 days. It's an amazing tool. While Facebook, Google is doing it out of their own, uh, you know, goodness of their heart, if I may say that. But I feel like, you know, this is a great thing for us marketers. Now we can look at our competitors and not necessarily be obsessed with the competitors, but basically see what's working, what's not working, what ads they're running and get ideas. I mean, I love doing this. I will tell you, I love looking at ads. I love what my competition is doing, not because I'm so obsessed that I cannot move forward. It's just that I get ideas from other places. I, I look at different industry as well. So, Check it out, and all you have to do is when you see a Google Ads, uh, whether uh, all you got to do is about this ad, and it takes you to the, uh, you know, advertising uh, ad advertisers uh, page, and off you go. And next up we have is Google Google publishes new practical guide on key ad creatives best practices and tips. It's a 30-page guide. Uh, the link is going to be in our show notes. The three, th- the four things that I want to share in this podcast with you all is that Google says lead with a clear call to action. Again, that's a no-brainer because we all know that, but sometimes we forget. So it's good that Google is reminding that. Next thing, Google is saying connect more authentic- authentically with wide variety of assets. A bit, number three is build for smaller screens. I'm guilty of this because sometimes I forget that you know people are going to view or add or view our things on small screens and we build things on a monitor desktop and we view it on a desktop and we, we off we go and then we look, when we look at a mobile screens and we're like shocked. So keep that in mind. Number four is give your creatives time to test. So don't publish something today and think, you know, you're not get, it's not working just because by tomorrow nothing changed. It usually takes a few days to a week to, for data to come in. So give it some time. That's all the key takeaway. But definitely check out the guide. Uh, it's going to be helpful if you're in the marketing space. Next up we have is Google Ads have shared a blog post where they talked about phrase match and broad match keyword and preferability. Basically, what that means is like, you know, how does Google decide which ad, which keyword to use and when to use what, right? It's something, if you're an advertiser, this is something good for you to know. Absolutely. And I feel like, you know, this warrants a blog post and we may actually do a blog post or a video training, but quickly, his, let's say someone searches for uh, for sh- sushi delivery near me and 
you have the broad match keyword, keyword sushi delivery and sushi delivery near me. Before this update, both of these keywords would be eligible to serve. Now, the keyword sushi delivery me near me is preferred because it is identical to the search term. Remember, someone is searching sushi delivery near me and you have both sushi delivery and sushi delivery near me as keywords. Okay. No, note that if you have ex if you have an ex eligible exact match keyword that is identical to, to the query, it will still be preferred over the phrase and the broad match keyword. That's what Google is saying. So, you know, to someone who is just listening to this podcast and who is not running Google Ads, it probably will not, uh, you know, turn you know, get you excited about this. But if you're running Google Ads campaign search keywords and you want to know how to place your keywords and you know what to what will get matched, this is something good because this represents uh, whether you're paying a top dollar for you know cost per click or whether you are bringing your cost per click down. That's all. It's how Google is going to match things. I'm glad Google is sharing this. So uh, that's all. Uh, but what happens, lastly, before I sign off, is like what happens when a search term isn't identical to any of your keywords, right? So that's when Google is going to use ad rank to determine which keyword was served uh, when multiple keywords were, were matched and none were identical to the search. Right, because remember, someone is searching sushi delivery near me, and you probably have sushi delivery, right? So, how will Google decide which one to match? Well, it's going to use this ad rank, which is another of Google's secret formula. There are a little bit of it's uh, bits and pieces of information that Google has shared over the years. And again, someone who's been working with Google Ads for a while would know this, but for you, Mister Listener or Miss Listener, who's listening to this podcast, all I will tell you is that. Uh, this is a good thing from Google in terms of how they're going to match keywords because it helps you to structure your ad groups or your keyword positioning well. And of course, at the end of the day, you should always look at your search terms. Okay. With that, folks, uh, that's it for this week in marketing. Now you know everything to be in the know. If you'd like to read more, make sure you visit our show page where you will find the links to these articles. Once again, this is your host, Sajid Islam, signing off. Until next week, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in this week. It was a pleasure to serve you all. Hit the subscribe button so that you remember to sign on next week. Same place, same time for another round of This Week in Marketing.